We're on. Again. Again. Like, very soon. Very soon after the last time. <laughs> the previous time. The In time. The previous, same universe, just different time. Yeah, but, I mean, that's impressive for us, because before it was record one, and then maybe a month later, record another. And, uh, yeah, this is yesterday. Yesterday, yes, and that's today. No, today's the day. Today's tomorrow. Today was tomorrow. Right now is today? Right now was tomorrow, yesterday. Welcome to the Monkey Brain Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's really well done. Is it? It it ran around in my head. Yeah, well, let's not throw gold stars on everything. Okay. Fucking participation trophies. Not in the first thing. Not on the first, not ever. Not not in the first act. Not in the first act. (laughs) Uh, A little different energy today. I might have to match you. I think I'm up here. I want to be up here. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be up here too. I want to ride the rides. I want to be up here. No, no, no. You smoked before. You you started the day with the marijuana. You're you're here. Yeah. That's just it. You can't. Meditations, marijuana, and writing. Yeah, dude, you're you're, which is fine, dude. You can be yeah. here. You can cruise down at that level. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but I still want to be up here too. Okay, well, what do you want? What do you want to do about it? Wait, what's the difference from up here and where I'm at? Okay, so, so I'm like, I'm like, ah, right? And you're like, welcome to the monkey brain. I'm like, welcome <laughs> to the monkey brain. You're like, hey. This is NPR. <laughs> yes. 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 You're NPR, and I'm like, what's the opposite of NPR? K Rock. <laughs> yeah. I'm satellite radio. <laughs> yeah. You're, what was the. Oh. Spider Harrison. Yeah, like that, those type of video, or sorry, radio the voices. D- the uh, fucking DJs, right? DJs. The DJs. The radio people. But then, like, there, I forget now a lot of the people, but there are some memorable ones, in, especially, like, Southern California. I want to say there was someone, it was, like, DJ Love or, D, or I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, never mind. Walk this. Great story. I'm going to walk this one back. I don't remember where I was going with it. Okay. I remember on Sunday nights, what I do remember is, like, Art Lobo. <laughs> Remember those oldies? Oh yeah, I think it was like Art. I'm Art Lobo. KGGI ninety. It was when they started to play like it was. It was on a radio station that was sort of like contemporary stuff, more or less. I thought, and then Art Lobo's section was like, I'm gonna bring it back to a little more old school. Motowns. I I think as long as there's some form of like R and B. His was a love shout out, right? Yeah, it was a love shout-out. It was like the softer, Non-stop love <laughs> shout-out. Yeah. Like, you would just, like... It would be it'd be so funny, like... Someone, it would be like... Roger. He says, I love you, baby. You're the moon to my sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, the... <laughs> Nim- <laughs> Eleanor we, or something like that. Yeah. We've got a shout-out from uh, Hector to his uh, girlfriend, <laughs> Lisa. But, I love you, Mommy. It was the most G thing you could do. Back then, though, it was a different time. You remember, like, you it would be romantic to have your girlfriend like sitting next to you and be like, "Hey, listen to this." Yeah, and dude. Just sit here and listen. To yeah, it. like the yeah whatever the evening versions of like Kiss FM or or something. Yeah, like and you have like a dedication for her that would be like such a game changer. Oh, dude! And if you got through, what a smooth baller move. You're you were a baller. And then I I used I knew people used to like they knew how to call in and win a lot. How do you what? Yeah, like they had that? really good timing with calling in, winning. That sounds and going shady. like the Six Flags. That sounds so. like insider <laughs> cont- in, contestants. Caller caller intuition. <laughs> yeah, I need to dial. He dials all of it. I need to dial now. Yeah, or like the fact that you could call in, like even be able to. Request a song was so dope back then. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause you did not have your hands on music. Yeah. So you were at the whim of either randomly they're gonna play this, All right? Or you were able to get through some like crazy phone line that would only answer to maybe like 
10 or 20 calls. Yeah, and yeah. And you'd be like, I want to listen to this song right well, now. And, and you knew that the, so like, say like the LeBeau Love Hour or whatever. Yeah. You knew that during that time, there was a few popular love songs that were going to get requested, yeah. right? So like you had the cassette ready yeah. to hit record yeah. on the radio so you can make yeah. the mixtape. Yeah. And you're like, oh, oh, the, re- the request is coming. Yeah. Oh, Lost in Love by MBK. Bing. Put that one on the mixtape. <laughs> Oh man, making mixtapes was crazy, right? Because you were you were just basically sitting by the radio, and you had to find out the pattern for like that week. Bro, it, it's like fishing. It was like it really fishing. is like fishing, but like, sort of really real fishing. Like not just you're just sticking your pole in the water. Like actually, I know when I should put the pole in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Legitimate fishing where you're like, I know the species, I know what I'm looking for. I remember. Uh, what year was it? 95, maybe, or 96? Whenever that Anacamozi hot stepper came out. I don't understand the words you just said to me. You know that song, Here Comes the Hot Step, it turn... I'm a lyrical gangster. I forgot I th- who picked, whose mom picked us up or whatever. But um, if... Someone was switching through all the radio stations, and that song was like on across each one, like KML, yeah, like all that up in the bay, right? And that's when I realized, like, oh, there's like a conspiracy to how music is being done. No, we're good, yeah, uh, yeah, like there's <laughs> <laughs> quick check. This is like a zipper check, right? In public, yeah. where you're trying to do it super, yeah. it should be the ghost. Yeah. It should be a little ghosty, not the circle, right? This is ghosty now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we're good now. Good call. Thanks. I'm learning. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, conspiracy, right? Where it's like, hey, we're going to flood the airwaves at like this time with this song right. or whatever. Or, I don't know. Well, that was the age where I think I was like 10 or 11 by then. Probably at 95, you were 12. 12, yeah. yeah. 12, right? So I was, you know, when you're just like nerding out on shit. Like your music or whatever. Boy, do like I. Trying to figure out the story. And you know this archetype of music stories from the the acts before that you were fans of, like the classics, like the Beatles, They Fall Apart, who had hands in that. So you just, or like Michael Jackson. Like, so when you get to be this, you're in this like, you know, music industry, you have like, you, you have this idea of who are the criminals and who are the saviors like this concept of being underground in some weird way mm. is like a savior concept mm. like never truly selling the out purity like, the untouched yeah, yeah yeah so i think like that's when that really dawned on me when i started hearing this track all over and everything and that was at the same time when tubac is just like going crazy on everybody yeah i wasn't into music back then though yeah I mean, I was, but only to, like, facilitate emotions I was feeling at the time. Yeah. I had no connection to the artist or the the genre necessarily. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe the genres, but not the, like, industry. I didn't right. know what was going on. That's, like, I'm living that right now where I'm going back and rediscovering what was happening during those times, what right. the music industry was like. And it's really, dude, it's really interesting. I don't think I would have, I don't know if I had, like, the uh, experiential sort of maturity to look back to then you know to understand fully like oh wow the implications of um the fluidity of the genres what what they beget what and i don't even think it's like an older person saying my music era was the best or something Mm. but i felt like you know not the best or better than but it was a good era like, for all kinds of music. Dude, I hear people saying nowadays yeah. that, like, even even young people are still like, man, that stuff in the, like, the 70s and the 80s rock and the, um, you know, new wave is kind of coming back, too. Yeah. Like retro wave or whatever they yeah. call it. It's good stuff. Yeah. Like, really good. Like, I felt like pe- people knew you wanted to listen to a, a full album back then. Mm-hmm. And they would make, like, really good albums. Mm. And I felt like that got lost in the digital world. But some people lost that art. I think live performances came back for a while. And that was important. But 
I don't know, like, I feel like the way story writing was back then for music, I don't see as much of the same storytelling as we did back in, like, the 90s. Mm. I'm saying the 80s, 70s, the greats, they all make great stuff. I'm just saying after the 90s, like, selective things get through that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there aren't these, like, press play albums that you could just sit to for a very long Yeah, dude. Time. Yeah, and now when they come out, you're like, man, you could, that whole album, yeah. just put, push play and vibe to. Yeah. Uh, fewer and far between now. Yeah, I like, think. I think, uh, like, right, like, road trip type music even. Mm. It's not you want you don't want anything new. You want like concept albums, themed albums, things that yeah were set up, orchestrated the correct way. Right. And the cool the cool things about the digital is I could now curate my own. I guess we could do that with CDs and stuff, but now playlists. Yeah. You know, I can I can whatever experience I want from like that album, that play album. I can make a playlist like that that spans a bunch of different artists. Right. And I can make that road trip playlist or I can make right. that breakup playlist or, you know, <laughs> yeah. I can make that montage, that Just gym sorry. montage playlist. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, and I have all three of those, by the right. way. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> different volumes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> different vibes for sure. I, I think it's a to see like Spotify the way they take you know they take all your numbers down your listening habits oh yeah and then they play them for you yeah and it's like so embarrassing <laughs> like you mean the year end like here's where your top five artists yeah dude do you remember do you remember what years were this last I, I'm gonna be really embarrassed if I say I'll, okay well then I'll just say mine um because they're more embarrassing, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I remember distinctly one of my top artists that I played was um, Hugh Jackman. Oh, really? Like, Broadway songs from Hugh Jackman apparently <laughs> was real popular that so year for then, me. I'm so happy we watched Logan yesterday. Yeah, different side. <laughs> Fucking different side of him. I feel like I was fulfilling something you needed. You need some closure. I had seen Logan. I just didn't. I was too stoned. I fell yeah, asleep. I think you just need closure with him as that person. Yeah. He's and now, now he can just sing. Sing to me. <laughs> he, that motherfucker, <laughs> he dude. Just sing to his you. career is the best in the world because now he did all that stuff. He's like, hey, I'm done being this jacked Wolverine. Um, I think he went through can I think he had a melanoma or something. Yeah, he went I through think cancer that's why, and that's yeah. why he got out of the Wolverine, right? Yeah. And then now look at what is like I've seen billboards for that fool in like Vegas and stuff where it's just this giant this giant billboard. He's just smiling, he's singing and dancing on stage with other people. Just I'm now Hugh Jackman and this is what I do for people. And he's just loving life and having a good time and I'm very envious of that. He he is someone that authentically is just happy looking. Yeah. Like, that's just him. Yeah. So, yeah. anyways, so I guess, I'm you know, I'm a little embarrassed to say that that was, might have been my number one artist. I'm not even sure uh, of that year. I think that was 2019 that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was singing a lot of Hugh Jackman in the shower. Fucking sue me. Now you share. So I, I don't, so I'm not you. on a ledge. Share, please. Drake. Okay, that's a different embarrassment. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. A different shame. Yeah. Yeah. But I think because it... Okay, I already know the reason. No one's going to fault that. I mean... No, 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 no. Drake's I'm music sure is, is what it is. Secret for everybody. It was Drake. I know why, though, because gym music. Like... That got you, like, into the gym? It was good music to work out to. Ah, really? Yeah. I always thought he was, like, way too chill. He's like chill. I don't like, know anything about Drake. He's like chill bark, like bark music. Like mm. he feels himself a lot, but he's not really like okay. He's not hardcore enough where or too. Um, what would you say? In your face. Yeah, too in your face or too, he's not jock too many words, too many, too complex. 
He's just a lot of like I'm this, I'm that. Okay. My feelings. Okay. A lot of anthems. A lot of it. Like, Musical affirmations. Yeah. Okay. He's a. He's. A, yeah. Okay, I get yeah. it. I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, he's like anthems and for affirmation type music. It's simple. It's effective. It, it does the job. That's fine. Yeah, I That's just fine. I and you know what? I knew someday I'd have to own up to it. <laughs> Like, even before I saw the numbers, I was just like, okay, I know I do this. Because in the gym every day, I'm like, I even have, like, specific songs I'll go to. Mm. Like, Elevate or, like, a lot of them are just, or Legend. Like, they're just, like, these, like, easy beat counts and very, like, uh, him singing and talking about stepping up or something, right? So... I already knew, like, just from my own habit that <laughs> I must listen a lot. Sure. And then when I sure. saw, like, it, it just totally, for all the numbers on different categories, it just made up most of the stuff I listened to. I was like, oh, shit, I actually have a problem. Like, <laughs> I actually, it's like face-to-face with reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now every time this year that I've turned to the, him, I chuckle. Because we're, you know, my habits are different this year. I'm (laughs) curious to see what this year would be like, because, you know, not going to the gym every morning. Yeah. Like what my play, my play habits are totally different now. Do they, do they keep uh, sort of something that's like, hey, you know, right now this is what you're listening to? Yeah. Like Like uh, right now I have my summer playlist. Okay. Like summer throwback playlist that I've been listening to. So things the last couple summers or a few summers that I've been frequenting. Which is really interesting because, like, it's like uh, New York, Bangladesh was one year. So different years I was in different places. So I get this, like, different flavor of, you know, different playlists I've accumulated. Mm. And so, yeah, music, you'll listen to a song and it'll help you reminisce about something, right? Mm. Like, you'll have a taste of nostalgia. You'll see something happened to you in your mind when you hear a song mm-hmm. or taste something or feel something. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish that, you know, I don't know. It, it really could be me that there's an, an album that's come out in a long time that really, or maybe I'm just not as interested in the story as much anymore. Maybe it's hard to, you know, you, it's hard to truffle pig your way through like all the music to right, find right. You know, what you love. Yeah. Um, so I get that. That's why I love, uh, one of my favorite things with movies is listening to what music they're using because they're creating a feeling, right? Movies are supposed to take you on this emotional mental journey type yes. of thing. And so a lot of times they connect what that means to a song and I can pick out songs from movies and be like, oh, fuck yeah, like, I'm going to throw that on this playlist or whatever. Right, right. Um, or, uh, or other people sharing music. I'm like, oh, I like that. Let me, yeah, let me yeah, put that. That's yeah. the only way I discover music nowadays. Yeah. Um, but uh, did you ever listen to the Dalai Lama's album that he dropped this week? Oh, it dropped on his birthday, right? The 12th, July 12th. Oh, the 12th? His birthday was on the 6th. I don't know, man. Happy belated birthday to the Dalai Lama, yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure birthday. the album just came out uh, like mon- this Monday or whatever. Is it the, it's the ninth? Huh? Tis the ninth. What day is it supposed to come out? Oh, well, whatever. It came out. It's either come out or it's going to come out. Oh, it's definitely out. Oh, okay. Uh, I haven't, go- I've only listened to Compa- Let's see. Compassion. Is that something else? It's one track. Oh, it's a single from it. Yeah, from it? single. But sure. they're all like, uh, they're all different. There we go. Um, yeah. Chants and prayers. Yeah, he dropped this. Uh, I don't remember when, but album's out. Damn, dude. Yeah. Promoting the promoting <laughs> the Dalai Lama's. Yo, check out the Dalai Lama's album. It dropped uh, Monday. It's got a lot of. <laughs> hold on, it's got a lot of hot tracks. Uh, like, uh, this is one of my favorites. It's called One of My Favorite Prayers. Uh, this one's called, this is a hot track. This one's called Courage. So these are uh, tantras, basically. Like, they're 
different uh, things you can exactly let me i'll read them through because it's a it's an 11 track album it should be kind of cool people should check it out uh one of my favorite prayers is what he starts with yeah then that's the buddha compassion courage amalah what's amalah do you know i don't know okay a healing wisdom purification protection children and humanity and that's sort of the the progression of that so you think so each of them are like chants uh, pertaining to that thematically right yeah okay well, and what would that is he like chanting uh, to benefit something? You think like what's the chant about? If it the thematic chant, what what is what is somebody who's not familiar with like so Buddhism or Dalai Lama? I these chants reach out to different deities and different forces, divine forces. Okay, I guess, uh, and those deities help cleanse. Of whatever type of obstruction these things might be doing. Okay. So through compassion, it clears up what compassion can clear up. Through purification, I think your purification of your, you know, your thoughts, your what you say, what you do. So you're saying all these different things to clean yourself up, basically. And okay. So the ones that he chose are probably he feels more the most important right now to focus on. Right. All right. those things, which is interesting. In a time of help, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I heard this was like, isn't it like five years in the making? Or he's been working on it for a second. So. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't just, uh, yeah. hey, I'm going to release something. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't in quarantine bored and like, well, I guess I'll just make music. No, I mean, <laughs> hey. Uh, no, because I've listened. There are like other llamas that I, I've been listening to for some of Lama these. Lama Dorja. Yeah, right. So, you know, it is kind of like, oh, you do want to see what the Dalai Lama... Yeah. Like, you know... I'll tell you right now, 20... Either 19 or 2020, at the end, Lama Dorsha will be on my top artist. Because I listened to that one... Yeah. That one song, like, on loop over and over again. It's so nice. Yeah. So that's why... Because uh, what I've learned so far is one of these meditations is a purification one mm. so that purification track is Vajras, vajrasattva yeah that's it, the yeah. One. yeah yeah so you use that in the meditation and everything so yeah it's amazing um how powerful those things can be yeah. and i think it's cool that dalai lama is like providing uh those type of chants to like a wider audience that was and that was his reasoning which is i thought was so cool yeah like, you know some some things aren't you can't always share something with people like music is sometimes the way that you can get to them and he's like i don't want to miss out on getting these messages out to anybody if that's if that's the thing so that was really humble humble thing that's a humble opinion in my own humble opinion i think uh also yeah because just good things that make you feel good that make other people feel good resonates with you and I think music does that in such a beautiful form. So yeah, well, and it'll it'll hold us all over until Kanye drops his fucking album. (laughs) Fuck that guy. (laughs) Dang. (laughs) What a stark contrast those two artists are. It's crazy because he knows how to slice in such a weird way, like. He's like, I give up the MAGA high, and then he says a bunch of other bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's not like a a clear, like, oh, I was wrong. Uh, forgive me, guys. You know, help me better understand my mistakes so I can contribute to helping. It's just on to the next thing. No, it's just, <laughs> yeah. What's what's the next outlandish thing I could fucking say? Yeah. The next ignorant and foolish thing it's I could just, do? Holy shit, dude. You... But he never renounced the MAGA hat, did he? I, th- I don't he just started so. no, I, didn't no, I look think that deep into it. I think what happened is he was in support of the Black Lives Matter movement when it started and was like yeah. donate he started donating a bunch of money or yeah. set up a fund or something. Yeah. And I th- and that's when you and I were like, "Oh, okay. Maybe yeah. maybe Kanye's come back to his senses." Yeah. Like maybe he's dropped all that that bullshit MAGA cult shit. I think at one point I was asking, "Where is Kanye?" Yeah. Maybe he's getting the help that he yeah. needs because we all yeah. know that he's he's got some... Which is totally fine. Yeah, 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 exactly. Encourage that. But um, yeah, I was really shocked that... Yeah, but then... This is the move he wanted to make right now. It's self-aggrandizing. I mean, it's just celebrity. It's 
circle jerking. It, it's what Trump would do. Yeah. Yeah. If he was in Kanye's shoes. Well, he's a celebrity circle jerk himself. Yeah. I mean, that's... But it's when you exact, elect a reality it's, president, it's exact. They, there's a type of energy with both of them that's coming out. I think Kanye just can't do as many dis- disastrous things. Mm. But no it is these are just the same conditions. Mm. You know what I mean? To literally like be like, hey guys, you were right. I was. Still right. (laughs) 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 You know what I mean? Like, that's exactly what he did. And I am so shocked if anybody celebrates that. Dude. Like, there's some people that still, they still love Kim and Kanye. Even though, like, what is, Kim used, like, sweat labor and shit for her clothing or something like that? Uh, You know, it's so funny. I was actually, like, Thinking about that this morning. Takes advantage too. of female labor. Yeah, and or is it Beyonce? I can't remember which During, one. Like, and they haven't paid them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's fucked so, up. So, and it's crazy because I'm like, actually, that's what I was like looking at right now is a bunch of garment factory mm. numbers and stuff. Um, and it's just like, yo, you guys are evil. Like, people. I bet there's a huge disconnect between what of a bunch of these supposedly woke and power celebrities say and how their businesses are run and driven. Yeah, like if their businesses are done outside the US, it doesn't really reach our our tabloids for some reason. Wow. Bad for their bad for the brand. Bad for the brand, but it doesn't matter. That's not what people want to discuss. Yeah. yeah um, exactly. Like the people that are keyed into her products would Look, they'll buy it no matter what. It's very much like the MAGA cult or it's like they know all the bad things. They don't care. They're going to still buy into it. It's not bad to them, though. The, yeah, the logic behind it. them is structural. Yeah. Right? Like, they're like, oh, these people were b- born into this. Right. That's what they're supposed to do. I was born into this. I'm a winner. Yeah. So, like, boo-hoo for them. Yeah. But they're, like, so uh, separated yeah. from the truth that what can you do like you can't reprimand someone like that you can't have someone like unless the government wants to come in and say hey you're doing this shit it's obvious fraud Mm. like you guys have to you know pay this off and whatever the damages are and whatever people are starting to get hurt by this money not coming back to them Mm. because like they're only making, Never gonna you know, happen. a few dollars a day compared to how much these garments are being sold for. Dude, cents a day sometimes, yeah. right? Yeah, so it's like... Or it cents an hour, whatever. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a few cents. Yeah. So it's like, and these things sell for hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And that could pay their shit so easily. Like, there could be a more sustainable format of how things are done. If there's more like some sort of like pricing wage protection, but there isn't. That's why since Rana Plaza happened, there's been protests from garment workers mm. and the garment agency out there that's supposed to help and works as some sort of union in some sense, BGMEA. It's like the Bangladesh Garment something I forget right now. Something association. Yeah. Um, you know, they still haven't been able to get them the wage that they should get. So. Mm. Yeah. It's almost like that, uh, like labor union should be a global concern, like with a, with a global economy and a global market and all that. When Ronald labor Plaza rights, happened, right? I thought, I don't know. And it might've been cause I was younger too, but when that happened, right. Like, and I saw, cause I was there reporting on it. I was like, holy shit, this is like mind blowing. This many people have died. It was like, Ron, was, for those that don't know, Rana Plaza with, was a, uh, a garment manufacturing building that collapsed on its workers, correct? Killing hundreds. That, like over a thousand, like six, I think 1600. Right, right. So, and cause of poor, poor working conditions. And yeah. All that it was like to. a building that was eight story high. I don't think it was supposed to be that high. Right. Uh, they had a lot of like, you know, things for, uh, 
what do you call it, car- garment factories. I have, like, generators, sure. all this shit. Probably some flammable so shit. So I, I think, like, what had happened was the structure was already showing. Mm. It was giving up and then eventually collapsed. Okay. Um, but, yeah, that many... I forget what the number is exactly. Many people died. There's many missing. And then the brands that were inside these garment factories, mm-hmm. you know, like Joe Fresh or Calvin Klein, all these different brands, you'd think, oh, is it, it exposes, you know. Dang. you think, right? These numbers are high enough that it would make people, you would think, yeah. uh, at least bat an eye, but it didn't. Nah. Yeah, no Nobody one cares care. about poor brown people, dude. No one cares about poor brown people. And then while every time I've been there reporting just whatever the cause is, while I'm in Bangladesh, there's always garment factory uh, protests still. Mm. Good. For wages, things like that. Good. That's so the way it's an ongoing situation that, you know, years later, because I think that's like 2013 or 2014, six, seven years later, is still a problem. Like things haven't changed, and you have a celebrity that's not paying their bill, even. Yeah, and she's supposed to look like she's like amazing, like savior to the world, mm. like cares about everything. Mm. Is the barometer for what beauty is? It's bullshit. That whole family really fucked up a a few generations of women and men. They get in in every single sector, too. Like, I had some friend of mine complaining the other day that she wasn't uh, dummy thick. I was like, what? First off, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Like, that's not an English <laughs> sentence, for one. What? For, I'm like, what is that? Uh, it's like that, um, it's that look now that's super popular where it's like real, like, thick legs into the ass. Yeah. But, like, skinny waist, thick legs, ass, and then, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, that's... That whole, the Kardashian, the, um, who are the rappers? The art, music artists. Oh, you know? like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, 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 and Cardi B and all that. Um, yeah, it's like that's the new impossible standard that girls have to reach, and it's all surgical, and the inadequacies that they're feeling, and the filters on all the social media to make them kind of look that way. Right. It just sucks, dude, like. That sucks. I know it's, there's always been a standard on women, too. Yeah. This isn't anything new, but... Uh. I think it, it continues to shift. And, like, we can say what we... Perpetuate what we want. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, women also pressure themselves. Like, the, um, that whole industry, like, makeup, hair... Mm. especially like influencers that's all girls like men aren't watching influencers that do makeup tutorials or yeah no sure tutorials for the most part or um they just look at fitness models yeah or whatever um but it's girls that are like you know women that have to decide like how they want to educate each other and yeah but men you know men they can't help if you know, that's what's out there for them, right? Man. Like, that's just the natural... Be how you are. Yeah. If that's how you are, then fucking do it. And Rock everyone it. finds their match. Too. Yeah, seriously. There's not just a one type, like, no. oh, you got to look like this to get your to get your match. Like, we're just... We are seeing what the mainstream is. Um, but I think it also... That talks to... There's a mainstream, but that talks to a selected group of people... And then I think there's also the rationale of, like, what people actually really want in their life, and they find that. Mm-hmm. So it's, I don't know, I think it's severe enough that it does hurt people because that's where the, what would you say, like, the yard line is or whatever? Yeah. Where people have to decide, but, and it might put unrealistic beauty standards on a lot of people. And, you, yeah, we do see people trying to achieve those things. But that's how it's always been, mm. right? It has. Like that's even the problem as with worshiping men, celebrity. Yeah. Like, as men, it's the same way, too. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Like, the way Instagram... Like, because I was looking at different accounts one day, and sometimes you can see 
like on people that are in the photos, their agencies that they're part of. Mm-hmm. And I clicked, I was clicking through them like a few, couple or a few weeks ago. This is like during when everything really was popping off with Black Lives Matters. And I started looking at these agencies to see like how many, you know, black, indigenous, people of color that they had on their sites. And no, there's nothing. It was like all white people. Mm. And all of a sudden, you know, they're trying to make these turns and everything, mm. you know. And I just thought it was so fascinating, like, how that's how it's been. And they're so pervasive everywhere. Like, these companies are the ones everyone ha- that, you know, works with only so many brand companies, stuff like that. And here you are seeing, like, they just really employ A, B, and C people, and then they just have their token D person when they need it. Right. Right. And in the midst of this movement, like, you, it was like, it's not even an aha moment. It's like, oh, shit, like, this is so fucking bad. Mm. It was more like, oh, this is just another thing that we're realizing. And, yeah, this has to change, really badly has to change. Like, and it's not going to happen overnight, but people need to feel uncomfortable if it's not natural for them to feel something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if hate feels natural to them. Yeah. Or, like, they feel prejudice because they need to feel a certain way about themselves feels natural and not compassion and love and appreciation and just, like, we're talking about, like, different beauty standards there should be no beauty standards. It should just be appreciation of beauty in all kinds of forms. Yeah, man. Um, if that isn't coming natural, then there Get has weird to with be it. Um, Get discomfort. unique with it. Huh? Give me that weird beauty. Give me that, <laughs> do your thing. Like, do I want to see. I, it looks like uh, your beard's... You're just like <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I could feel it. It's like uh, hitting... The little flavor saver part is yeah. sticking up, and it's hitting the microphone... Sock or yeah. whatever this thing is called. It, I'm not gonna lie, it feels good. <laughs> I was like, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not sure if you remember what you're doing right now. Was I absentmindedly stroking my beard on the mic? No, you were. I think you were. I was Ray Charles. You were around saying. And I, was like, yeah. I forgot what you were saying now because I totally yeah, interrupted you. It probably you. wasn't important. But you were. It looked like you were enjoying the sensation of saying at the same time. Dude, I probably was. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and I didn't even realize it. Like it's like a cat, right? Like they're like, <laughs> like yeah, rubbing themselves against the microphone while yeah. they're doing whatever they're doing. I told. Well, I converted to meowism after meowism. Jeannie came on the show. That's right. Shout out to Jeannie. Yeah. yeah. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> Cats and monkeys. Cats and monkeys. Um, but yeah, I think it's just mind-blowing that right now that type of hate has to be there. Or ever. I'm joining you. Yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I've been sober this whole time. I'm like, Argh. I'm done being sober. Pardon me. It's the final <laughs> countdown. No, I... I don't even know where I was. Or where we are. Or where, where we're we are going. Then. Roads? Road. Where we're going, we don't Roads. need. I Roads. feel like I expressed a lot of feelings for a hot minute. You did. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank like group. you guys for coming. I guess I felt about a lot. You know? Good for you. You know what it is? Is like, okay, when everything was going on, people were reaching out to me about what they should do, like with the protest, mm-hmm. where they should stand with, like what they should believe statistically with um, COVID, um, with people being angry about things and where they should direct it. And, you know, I, everyone I answered the same thing. And like, I was like, I can't tell you guys what to do. I don't even know what to do sometimes. Um, whether it's like being very you know, vocal about how everyone should be social distancing, wearing masks and quarantining, providing everyone statistics with, uh, for the Black Lives Matter movement, being out there protesting, or, you know, we're supposed to be sending statistics out on that, making sure people's names are not forgotten. Like, 
you know, like since his movement, Breonna Taylor's still not hurt. Yeah. Those officers haven't been arrested yet. So like, and that's like a month in since the George Floyd killing. Uh, so it's like we've been trying to scale our our efforts in so many different ways, and all I could ever tell people when they came to me was just ask what your motivation is and that should decide what you're supposed to do. Mm. Right. Because your motivation, your body at some point is going to tell you what you need to do. Your mind's going to tell you at some point what you need to do. And then your soul will tell you at points what to do. Like your mind is going to be like logically like, you know, these are identities that I believe in, that I have to fight on the front for. There's a spiritual belief that, you know, you have, whether, wherever it is on the spectrum with these things, you know, that I either have to protect my my brethren or, you know, I have to pray or this or that. And then also your actual ability to do these things, you know, whether it's your environment, your health, so on and so forth. So it's like... I could only think your motivation would decide what you need to do in these moments. And I remember you would ask me a lot too, like, what are we supposed to do? Because we, we luckily, by all blessings, ended up in a place where we were pretty safe from, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We ended up in, like, the womb of cities, back in the womb, basically. Yeah. I mean, metaphorically speaking, that was exactly what happened We're back at our parents' place, but... Um, yeah, I don't. I'd like to believe that people have that same. When you talk about like what you know, what does your heart tell you? What is that, uh, man? There's been a war on education, and a war on uh, critical thinking and fact and truth, and a just a, a dummying of of certain senses that I think you and I are really attuned to now that we take for granted that a lot of people are not, man. And uh, that's what worries me. It's like when, so when you tell someone as an individual to like, well, what's your motivation? There's some people, I don't even think they fucking know, yeah. dude. Because they haven't thought that, that's a lot of thinking that you're, that you're asking us to do, buddy. Buddy boy, okay? <laughs> How dare you? How dare you interrupt my fucking Netflix to make me think? I got memes to, to share, <laughs> to ex- to explore and to share. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. I- I'm a bit pessimistic, though. So that doesn't mean I'm right. Yeah. It just means I think that people are shit and the world is sucks. I think, like, <laughs> that's what kind of froze me from wanting to say too much either because things... I think we're at the age, and also because what we've done in our lives you see the cycle over and over again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And so having to see where to breathe and see where to hop in, do what we have to do, hop out, becomes very important because this fight is a long fight. It's not just what's happening now. And just like, let's say in the case of this year, like it's only just begun. (laughs) <laughs> so. Only just begun. Dun, 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 dun. So it's like that's insane to think about that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. That's why I think it's like fascinating too. Um, like going back to the playlist. Like, my summer music is so different this year because I'm not doing those same things. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember we had trouble deciding what to play uh, a couple times where we decided to venture out in the convertible. Oh, yeah. Go drive to the beach, you know, do a scenic drive or whatever in Cali. It's summer. What are we listening to? Right. I don't know. Nothing fit. Nothing really fit the mood. Because despite, like, the beautiful sunny days and the weather and, like, you know, the convertible and all that. I didn't feel happy. It just felt... We felt like chipmunks that knew that the season only had given a certain amount of... What do you say? Uh, Nuts. Pine nuts. (laughs) Yes. And... Or whatever they are. Pine cones. Not pine cones. 
I mean, they eat all nuts, sorts of right? nuts. You're thinking of nuts. acorns? Is that what you're thinking acorns, of? Acorns, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and we collected as much as we could, but we know it's not going to hold us down. Yeah. But we still have, like, a week of, like, sunsets and yeah. beautiful days that feel like they should have been fruitful. The self, so we're the self-aware chipmunk. We're the self-aware chipmunk. On chipmunks. the edge of winter. On the edge of winter. Ooh. Yeah. That's a song. <laughs> yeah. We're just a bunch of chipmunks on the precipice. On the edge of winter. It's the final <laughs> yeah. countdown. Yeah, dude, I was thinking some sort of, like, crazy wailing, like, chipmunk the song. edge of winter. The chipmunk. <laughs> I don't know what he does. That, like, you're tucking the harsh reality inside the song, a song of a About character like, yeah. using a chipmunk. Yeah, yeah. Because we can't tell it to you guys straight how bad things suck. Watch him store his mighty grain. <laughs> you know, get real. Tenacious D chipmunk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking more like uh, like Iron Maiden or something, but Tenacious <laughs> D is basically just funny Iron Maiden. Yeah, because I don't think a chipmunk is going to last these winters. It's going to be a crazy, damn. crazy season. God damn. God what damn. What a bleak thing to say. <laughs> Poor chipmunk. Well, I don't know. I think we were definitely dull to what's happened so far, so... Mm. Um, but to be able to put that into context, like I think every day that we were looking back when we were in California, we we're like, what, "What's tomorrow? What's <laughs> tomorrow? What's tomorrow?" Every day we were just like throwing our hands up in the air. Yeah. And to be still in that, it's kind of fascinating that our minds are in that place. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's where we end the show today. I guess so, man. Right, hands up in the air. Can't always be fucking winners, right? Can't always be winners. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap this shit up, dude. <laughs> we got things to do. Hands clean, masks on. Mask up. That's the way we do this. We'll got to come up with a pithy little rhyme for that. We need a little bit more. Of what? More of a, like something people remember. Something that will make the kids cry for candy. <laughs> Ooh, bro. Ugh, no, we can't say stuff like that anymore. Oh, really? We can't, we can't talk about making kids cry and can't give them candy and shit. That's, okay. The climate's off for that. <laughs> That's not how I meant it. Well, Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay. That's all I have to say I about that. I was thinking this. It, do you remember uh, Inside Out? I didn't see that. Oh, shit. That movie was genius. I do remember Yeah, yeah. The animated. I remember. So there's a character. And so it's this kid inside her mind. And different characters are like different feelings and emotions. But inside, deep in her mind, there's her make-believe mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. And his name is uh, Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Okay. That's his name. And when he cries, he cries candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So that was in my head. That's cool. Yeah. Inside Out. Inside Out. Inside Out. His head. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone should watch that movie. It was a game changer for. for what me. would your? Because you're not really a candy guy. But what would your your friend cry when they cried in your head? Uh, if I had an imaginary friend that cried candy. Yeah. Either cr- yeah whatever Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. Or like. What would you say? Uh, what is it called? Uh, Reese's Pieces M&M's. Like the yeah, yeah, peanut the, butter type Yeah, the, they're just Reese's Pieces. Yeah, yeah. Reese's Pieces. Out. Yeah. What are those called? Reese's Pieces. Yeah, but not the cups. Bro, those are called Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Oh, really? Really? So M&M's are, are M&M's? pieces? No, no, no. What? Wait. Okay. So, so when it's Reese's Pieces, but it's not cups, it's like the candy. Reese's Pieces are I mean, the like, M&M-shaped peanut yeah. butter with the candy shell. Yes. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are any size peanut butter cup that Reese's makes, whether the minis or the jumbos or the, the whites or the thick dicks, whatever. Then you have M&M's, totally different brand, and candy, and that's the one with the chocolate and the, the candy But cup. what are those things called? Which things? The M&M. It's a goddamn M&M. But one the, or more M&M. Like that shape... With a shell is not calling anything. A 
like a technical term, like yeah. you want candy industry yeah. fucking vernacular. Yeah. I don't have that for you. I'm uh, sorry. Like, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah people give don't it talk to that me. way. Yeah, I, I uh, want to know a unit, a crunch unit, uh, <laughs> uh, a fucking Morse- sweet parcel. Yeah, a morsel. Morsel's probably all the best right, thing I could right, think all of. Right. Sorry. Uh, I thought this was gonna be okay. What we can do is look at the trademarking of the the or the patent technology of putting mm-hmm. candy inside of a, a sweet coated shell, and that might have then maybe the patent office has a word. We can ask Izzy. About that, he, we can research our lawyer okay. friend Izzy. Well, that's why when you said Reese's Pieces, I thought that that a Reese's Pieces cup, Reese's Pieces bar. Yeah, no, Reese's Pieces is a sub. Okay. A sub genre, subsection of the Reese's brand of candies. Why? What would your why? imaginary friend cry out? Oh. Uh. It probably less of like the because I was thinking like when you cry it's like bing 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 like yeah. with the pieces right. Mine would be more constant sobbing, like ugly sobbing of like maple syrup probably. Oh jeez. Yeah. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is that called? A fondue machine or whatever. With the chocolate or whatever the yeah, dippable like stuff. You just have a river of the, mm. your imaginary friend mm. crying all the time. Sweet tears. Sweet tears. I love maple syrup so much. It just be th- coming just, in just, just sobbing, getting in my beard, getting sticky, or whoever's beard. I think everyone in my head has a beard. <laughs> everyone is your imaginary friend in your yeah. imaginary world. My imaginary beard. Sobbing. Everyone's <laughs> crying in your imaginary world. Yeah. But crying maple syrup. Into cotton candy beards. Into cotton candy. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Mm. That starts to get dangerous. But you know that mixture is probably not far off because during like Fourth of July, you get like funnel cake and you might get syrup on that. Oh sure. So that's a doable. Get the powdered sugar. It's there. All in there. Powdered sugar is the enemy of all beards. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On that sweet happy note. Yeah. Did you (laughs) chug some maple syrup from the bottle? Take a shot. Take a shot. Do they have shots? I know we're trying to. I know, sorry, I know we're trying to end this fucking show. Of uh, maple syrup, like at a bar, though, it's like maple syrup and bourbon or some shit, or you know. I would think you could do that. I would think you should do that. I'm sure <laughs> you should. Doctor recommends this is actually good for you. I'm. Sh- they should make something if they don't have something. Like maple, yeah, dude. It'd probably be maple and whiskey or some shit like that. Yeah, that'd be the combo. <laughs> We're just not able to answer things for each other today. Some days are, you know, better than others. Like, no, I don't know. <laughs> some days are questions. Good some luck. days are answers. Good luck. Some days are other high strangeness. <laughs> that was so funny. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. We got things to do. Goodbye, guys. Bye. Kwansu dudes. <laughs>